0: Let me tell y'all about Ma Energy. If you haven't jumped onto the super fuel train, there's no better place to start than Ma Energy. It's specifically formulated to give gamers an edge over the competition. Their energy and focus blend gives you a sugar-free, no-crash energy boost, sharpening your perception and accelerating your reactions. I just spent $100 on this stuff because its pricing is so good and comparable to most energy fuel for gamers. There's so much energy that one small package is worth $150 of Red Bull, but it's better for you and more effective. The rewards program is easy to use, getting points for following on socials, but also for each dollar you spend. With it, you can get discounts on flavors or even a free shaker for your drinking ease. They also sell blue light glasses if you want to take better care of your gaming habits. For it to work, you need to click on the link in our description so you can use discount code ma 10 and get 10% off at checkout. If you want to get 10% off, be sure to click on the link in our description and use discount code ma 10
1: In today's episode, the guys sit down and answer your guys' questions about our spiritual series. Uh, This was a super fun episode, actually. A lot of really good questions, so let's get it.
2: Welcome back to the TCC show. This is episode twelve of the season. My name is Noah. My name is Kai. And I'm JB. And this very well could be our last episode in the spiritual series.
0: Dun dun dun.
2: We've got fan questions today. Um, we've been collecting them for shoot six weeks now. Does that sound right? Uh, no.
0: No. Maybe. Six. Four weeks. You're you're counting recording, asking for it, Mm. till publish date. You have to do one or the other. So it's like three or four.
2: Even then, that's a long time to be asking for questions. I guess. This is probably going to be a longer episode because we want to answer everybody's questions in one episode. So we've got like 30 questions to go through here. Some of them are super like surface level. Others are not so surface level, uh, but we're going to hit all of them. Some of the questions that you did submit, you, the audience, were not appropriate for the spiritual series or the spiritual conversation. Um, some. Some. Many. <laughs> and <laughs> How many? So, you didn't send us that
1: list. No, I didn't. <laughs> I do have that list. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. we
0: got eight episodes per week that we can answer. And then how many do you think we got that, that we're not bringing up?
2: <clears throat> um there's probably ten questions
0: Woo,
2: that like we can save for strange monthly, <laughs> monthly subscriber yeah. episodes. Yeah. Ready to jump in the first question? No, not yet. Oh, all right, I fine. wanna plug <laughs> I wanna plug the
0: the The nature of the question? No. <laughs> Don't look at me,
2: JB. We got a bunch of questions that are just not fit to answer here. So we've got our TCC Extended, our monthly subscriber club. It's releasing only on Spotify. You guys probably have heard about it a few times by now. Um, Join on Spotify. Join the monthly subscriber club. We've got a bit more edgy, a bit more PG-13 rated R content over there. Um, And it's just stuff that we like to do. And it's hassle-free for us. We just start the mics and and just let it roll. Uh, whereas this show, it's fully produced, fully edited, fully reviewed, uh, over there it's not. So it's a lot more raw, um, definitely aged up a little bit, but then you get to see like a, I don't know, a more fun side of us, a more serious sometimes side of us and a more like alcohol induced, sometimes a little bit more (laughs) alcohol induced side of us. We don't do that.
0: We don't do that. No, no, I'm, I'm but, twenty years old. But if there was a space, if
2: there was a space for that, even spell it. we wouldn't, we wouldn't do that.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Never.
2: Let's jump straight into the questions. We have
0: a, new, a number of a questions. New question format?
2: Yes, a new f- question format. So I was looking through all of the things that we can do on Anchor, and Anchor allows us to do a lot. Shout out them. Seriously, we but, can are do, they still a sponsor. They are
0: shout out to anchor forever will
2: be. They are indebted to them as we are to. Oh, They're funny. indebted to us as we are to them.
0: They're not indebted. We get them nothing.
2: We get them lots.
0: Like what? Three dollars a month?
2: Mm, a little bit more.
0: Okay, it'll add up. Because <laughs> we're never quitting.
2: Regardless. Um, we have a new question format. If you haven't noticed. Some people don't even read the episode descriptions. Have you noticed that?
0: Some people they
1: don't. just click play.
0: Well, that's what I do for most podcasts I listen to. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh man. You don't
1: like you don't like look through and kind of try to select
0: what you want to listen to. No, uh, for me it's like, you know, it's a TCC episode, which means I'm going to listen to it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As should everyone else, or it's. Something I heard an add-on while listening to TCC episodes, and then I'll go and click on that because it sounds interesting, but those are always, like, for one specific episode. Or uh, the episode title is descriptive enough to where I understand the deal of the episode. Oh. Like, I listen to one that's about a show, um, and it's it's really just a podcast for the stuff they did live on air, but then the title is just... (laughs) this plus this plus this which is basically adding up all the segments they did so i get a brief rundown of everything they did
2: yeah when i listen to like pretty expansive subject topics for episodes like podcast episodes Mm -hmm. i will have to read the descriptions because sometimes they're two and a half hours you know but we have a way a new way to send in questions send in your ideas feedback review at the end of face. our descriptions Buzz. for the episodes are now a link to send us voice messages. And you can do that through Anchor. And basically, you just sit down, plug in your phone to a mic, plug in your computer to a mic, just hold your phone up to your face, and you just speak your questions, speak your hold idea. Hold the computer up to your face. Yeah, you can hold the computer up to your se- self-face. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> and, um, and then... When you're done, you just hit stop recording, and it immediately sends it to us. I think you might be able to review it. I'm not sure. but
1: No, just hit send.
2: We have gotten a few questions in that format, so we're going to try it with one episode for this series. Which is
0: crazy, because we didn't even announce it yet.
2: I know. That's crazy. Everyone's
0: jumping the gun. Some people read in the descriptions. We hear you. We well, see
2: you. we did tell our monthly subscriber club. That's true. That's the benefit of being a monthly subscriber. You don't only get like... The episodes on Spotify, you also get the Facebook group yeah. where we, you know, send you all of the stuff.
0: But, you know, we'll have to talk to Spotify because being a monthly subscriber doesn't get you the episodes if you listen on, like, on a different format than Anchor or Spotify.
2: That's kind of the point.
0: Oh, that it that it pulls you into one of those? Mm-hmm. Oh.
2: Because it's not on Anchor. Well, it is on Anchor. Yeah. Yeah, they're on Anchor. All right, that's cool. So that's the point. And Spotify is clearly better than the rest. They're well, taking over. Don't say that. <laughs> no it's We're it's working to deal with Spotify.
0: It's true. You know, love Spotify. I'm only talking about like standardization. I know someone who listens on Amazon because that person has Amazon music and they just do one and the same. But you know, why not just pay a subscription on Spotify as well? Yeah, I mean, it is hard. like I oh, get... you know what'd be cool is if is if Spotify like if you paid for Spotify Premium, it gave you one free subscription to a podcast. That you would be apply. cool. The wow.
2: It makes sense, though. CDOs. Like, I would... If I had to move over... I've got 1,100 songs saved on my Spotify playlist. And that's just on my liked songs. That's not in the, including, like, all the other playlists. There's no way I would move all of that to a different platform. And so I can get that... I get it that it's hard. But Spotify, cool. like, seriously is the future. Because... They've, mo- they've already moved <clears throat> some podcasts exclusively there, uh, and they've made it so that, uh, Spotify has video now, hmm. so you can watch video podcasts through Spotify. So I feel like Spotify's is- and Spotify just has like super cool features when it comes to like family plans for premium and, and playlists and like all this other stuff. It's just super like universal, I guess. So I'm, I'm a big like proponent for Spotify. Anyways.
0: All that being said, our first question <clears throat> comes uh, on that audio format that we were discussing. So, here it is.
3: This question is for JB.
1: Since you've left Philida and haven't found another church home yet, how do you feel that
3: has affected your relationship with God.
1: That's a really good question. Um I actually kind of been talking about this with some people lately. Um it's definitely weird for me just because of how involved I was um and just how engulfed in everything uh I was. But at the same time it's kind of been nice because it's like that's that's all I have right now is like my relationship. So it's solely like focusing on, you know, the relationship that I do have granted. It's not what it was because I'm not getting filled up and I'm not, you know, I'm not worshiping all the time and stuff, but, um, it is more focused. Like that's, there's, there's no distractions. There's no, there's no negative. Like it's just me and God. So it's kind of weird. Cause I've always been like, in a church, you know? Like, it's kind of yeah. a weird a weird thing.
2: It kind of, like, makes me think about mine. Like, my spiritual walk. And, like, it is much more intention-driven. Right. Like, it, I can't just show up to zone one day or show up to tag one day and just, like, go through the motions of right. the church. Yeah.
1: Like, I have to be
2: intentionally, like... You have
1: to be present, like... <clears throat> Yeah. A hundred percent present or people will notice like,
2: huh? Definitely.
1: And I guess that's like, that's kind of the first time I've ever really thought of that in that way. Like, yeah, I'm not, I don't belong to a church right now, but like, I still have a relationship with God. It might not be what it was. Right. Um. So yeah, it has affected it for sure. Um, But it's just different now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
0: So like a lot of the theology was cut out, and some of the community, and all of it is kind of rested in your hands. To where you have this non-committal: what you put in is what you get out of it. Situation now,
1: a hundred percent, yeah. Like I can either choose to pray or choose not to, and nobody's going to ask me about it. Like until a... we do a podcast, <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> until we do a spiritual series podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, like, completely my own. Right. And, like, I know like God meets you where you're at. And, you know, when I do just sit down and pray, like, it's very apparent that he does that. So, which yeah. is cool because it's, like, yeah, I'm not praying in the same situation I was when I was engulfed in volunteering and worship and everything I was involved in. You know, I'm praying all the time there, right? But right now it's, like... Like like Noah said, it's intentional. It's just different, I guess.
3: <clears throat> Sweet.
2: Uh, next question. I'll I'll do the next question, then we'll just go around the room this way. I like Does that it. work? Okay. Has sharing your spiritual story impacted your spiritual walk? <clears throat> uh, I feel like for some of these questions, they're easily answered yes or no. Mm. So we should probably ask why. Um... So I'll say, how has your, how has sharing your spiritual story impacted your spiritual walk? Um, I think it's just like kind of building off what JB said, like it's made me more intentional about it. Like kind of brings up some stuff that I did. I wasn't thinking about before and clearly needed to think about like, where do I stand with like the church or where do I stand with, um, how the church handles punishment or think something that came up the other day was like worship. And I was telling, who was I telling? I was telling my wife and JB, actually I was telling them like, I never, I kind of mentioned how I like never experienced like God's calling for my life and made that Mormon joke. (laughs) I, I, Definitely, like, still feel that to be true. Like, God doesn't, like, say, like, hey, Noah, go here or go do this in a very, like, large, like, bold way. It's always sometimes, like, little subtle things of, like, hey, just do this real fast right here. Which is the same thing, but I think I've always been looking for, like, a big life path. And so, in worship, when you you sing songs of, like, where you go, I'll go, like... I want that so bad, but it doesn't feel real to me. Like I don't experience that. Like I would, I would feel that more if God had been, God had been, or was to tell me like, go, like go to this state, this country, this job, this church, but I've never experienced that. And so sometimes it's hard for me to relate to like worship on that level of like, I'm singing these lyrics, but like, it's not that I don't believe it. I just never experienced it before. If that makes sense.
0: Yes. That was a strange <laughs> end to that question. Cause as you finished with, you know, God calling you, I'm thinking back, how did that relate to the yeah. spiritual I, That's just
2: one. <laughs> that's just one, like, I don't know, one part of it of like, I'm figuring it out. I'm dissecting it. I'm, I don't mm-hmm. know, being more intentional. What about you guys?
0: For me, uh, I think of it like reading reading books. If I just finish book one of a series, then before I start book two, I usually want to like, take a day or two and think about all that happened in that book mm-hmm. so that I'm really ready to like prepare for what book two has in store. And this is kind of... this Doing the spiritual series has kind of been a grand overview looking at that book one of my life. And I'm ready. Like, okay, now that I understand everything that happened, I can see what got, what storylines got closed and what storylines are still going on yeah. for God to close later in book two or, or even further.
2: That's a good point. Like your life is definitely in that. Like, all right, let's start book two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool to see. How about you, JB?
3: When um, I...
1: I, I guess I'm weird because like, if anyone honestly comes up and asks me like about my life or about my story and they're genuine about it, I have no problem opening up to them and telling them what I've been through, why, how it made me feel, whatever. Um, So, I mean, it definitely has kind of made me ask myself some tough questions of, okay, why am I having such a hard time finding a church? Cause it's not like I haven't gone to any, right. You know, I've probably gone to at least four or five, a couple of times each most yeah. you know, honestly. Um. And so it's made me like ask those, ask myself those tough questions, figure out where my heart really is. um, And kind of start to figure out where I go from here, you know, and like why I can't just like be okay going to a church and yeah, you know, do I want to get involved? Do I not like, do I want to volunteer? Like, you know, right now the answer is no, just cause I don't want to burn out. I want to figure out where I want to go. And, you know, but, um, you're like in this frustrating
2: phase of like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't right. I just
1: go to a church? Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, and, and it's, and it's not like any of these churches are bad. They just like, I don't know. It's, it's that total, like trying to figure out that old family feel of Philida and like almost talking myself into being open to have to rebuild that somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and also do that pretty much alone. Like for the most part, like yeah. I've gone to church a couple times with you guys, um, or with, with Noah and Malia, but, um, like pretty much hundred percent on my own. Like my parents aren't going to go to this, whatever new church that I go to, right. like all my friends aren't going to go there like I'm not going to know anybody. Like I got to start fresh fresh.
0: I mean, you're really afraid of moving to a new school, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> being the new kid in the classroom, <laughs> getting bullied. That's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's been good though. It's kind of made me like realize the things that I want and need still, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> it's also kind of like
2: dissected like well, these are the things that I liked about the the church, the only church I've ever been to but also recognizing like, I can't repeat that because there's clearly a reason that I was moved out of that.
1: Well, and then just like having the fear of like this same, I don't, I don't know, just circle of like getting into a church, becoming involved, like building, you know, a life with all these people and then hitting burnout, like being portrayed in certain ways. Like, it's just like, yeah, I shouldn't be thinking about that, but I do, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you get past that? Like, you just gotta trust God, obviously. But it's like right. that's easier said than done. So,
0: mm-hmm. all right, you got a next question, JB?
1: I do. Why doesn't Kai subscribe to Noah's heart change?
0: I don't know what this means. I read over this one and I'm like, huh. What do you explain that to me? <laughs> this
2: this is the only way I interpret it, and I'm pretty. I could be wrong. Mm. In my episode, I said heart change, and then Kai said organic gathering. In our discussion about you, your, I th- maybe well, I think it was in our discussion. Maybe it was in defining terms. It was
0: probably defining terms.
1: Yeah, That's... but this makes it sound like. Like Kai doesn't agree or that's like, that's what I'm getting from this. So let's make
2: that clear right off the bat. Kai was the main
1: convincing person as to why I went to heart change. So, but, and I already know the answer to this. I'm just going to play devil's advocate Advocate right here. (laughs) Is there any part of Noah's heart change experience that you disagree with or Anything like that?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I remember very little of Noah's Heart Change. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: He's done a thousand of (laughs) them. His story is his own. No, I mean like his experiences at Heart Change. Not necessarily like you remembering being there, Mm. but how he experienced it.
0: Like I remember doing certain things at his workshop, but I don't. I mean, so in discussions, whatever he experienced was right. his own. I just remember who he was after versus who he was before. So yeah.
1: discussions after there was never anything. You're like, I don't agree with
0: that. Not really. Except he, he, was, he used that heart change as an excuse for the next few years to avoid going to a friend's birthday party that I wanted to go to. But <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't drive, <laughs> so no. <laughs> that story is also on the monthly subscriber yeah. club. <laughs> uh, actually, didn't that wasn't that the episode that got cut? We lost the footage on that one. Yeah, and
2: then we redid it cuz the story was so good.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: that's him, Yeah, that's him good. that was heart change time?
2: Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I thought well, this was... was like years before. Oh no. No. Ka- okay. Oh my god. Kai, <laughs> oh, for wow. those of you listening, Kai
0: Don't you're not going to say what it is. No. <laughs> Thank Kai,
2: goodness. Kai, cringing and getting defensive right now is the reason that it's on the monthly <laughs> subscriber page. It has to stand so under a good. paywall. It has so to. So good. So if you want to hear about his embarrassing story and all of our embarrassing Hold on. stories, it's
0: embarrassing and skillful. Because was that not impressive? It was. Thank you. <laughs> if
2: you want to hear the stories, there <laughs> is a reason that it's over Can't there, and I'm it. I'm sure some of you are like, well, Noah, like, why don't you just. <laughs> Why don't you just share it with all of us? Like, <laughs> just put it on the public. We can't. The we don't feel comfortable doing it nope. as well as you, the listeners. You want a specific kind of content that we make, and we're gonna give it to you here. The rest is over on the monthly subscriber.
0: It's also blog. it's also better for you guys because because it, it, the more monthly support subscribers we get, the more money we get, the more incentive we have to do more monthly subscriber yes, stuff. Yes. So yes. it's all in your favor. Then
2: all of the nasty gross crazy stories come out anyways
0: so i have no again no real idea what this question means uh but i like heart change why
2: doesn't what (laughs) why doesn't kai subscribe to noah's heart change
1: that's what that's why i think it's like they interpreted something in one of the episodes as kai didn't agree with how noah's experience was or something along those lines let know.
2: us know, let us know what episode uh we'd love right. to answer your question obviously yeah. not on air anymore I mean if,
0: if you out, know but... personally who asked that question you could send up a text right now mm. yeah but right. if not we're just gonna move on so let's move on all right Noah i would like to know more about your time of questioning God uh, open paren your faith close paren <laughs> and how you how this affected your relationships with your friends and family that had never questioned their faith open paren, belief Close paren.
2: Um, oh, that's a good question. I, in my time of questioning, I don't think I told anybody clear. I mean, in, you told me, but sorry, interrupting. No, you're right. You're right. And that's the track that I was going on. Uh, clearly I didn't tell anybody like until like after the fact, cause that's what you did when you were teaching and leading. You didn't tell people that like, Hey, I, I don't know if God's real. Like you don't tell people that (laughs) while you're in a position of authority, you deal with it, right? You deal with it quietly. You go to your Bible. You do, you just put more effort into this checklist that you've already created years ago for other people. And you hope that it works. And for me, it kind of worked, I guess, but it was also in the phase of stepping down. Uh, was, was that one of your reasons for stepping down? I would like to know more about the time of you questioning God. Basically, I was like, I I know that God is real. And I know that Jesus was a real person. And I believe what the Bible says. And here's where I'm going to contradict those. <laughs> I, I couldn't get past the idea of what happens if there's no heaven. And we just stop existing after, after death. Like we, like to the point where we don't even know that we don't exist. We don't think, therefore we are not. That scared the shit out of me. And it still does to this day. I still struggle with that. That was something that I had told Kai back way back when I was like, like, dude, like it scares me so bad. Like, what if we're wrong about this? But then we're taught slash I believe like, okay, if I'm wrong about this whole religion thing and this whole Jesus thing and this whole heaven thing, then I at least lived a morally correct life. And then somebody would someone would, someone could say to that, well, okay, well you're basing your morals off the Bible. If the Bible's wrong, then, then what do you, what grounds do you have to say that you lived morally good? Um, I don't know like as Christians we're taught to love people no matter what and so I feel like that's a pretty good li- way to live
1: if all of this isn't real. Um you know or well, even the the laws of the world. Right. That's, that's right and wrong, you know.
2: Right.
0: Um I want to know from your perspective how it responded to you telling me that stuff.
2: Okay. Uh yeah, it's a good uh I don't I feel like you handled it fine. Like you just sat and listened, which yeah, is, I think, what, what I what I needed. No, Why? Great. What were
0: your thoughts? Uh, that I just sat and listened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, never really brought it up. Never checked in. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but I mean, my r- the reason for that is because I'm thinking, well, he's married to Malia, mm-hmm. who has been to Bible college, right? And anything I could provide him, I'm sure he's already spoken to her about. And she's could probably do it better than I could.
2: Yeah, which I had told I didn't really tell anybody. I don't even think I had told her for a little while. Oh. Um I had obviously told her before Kai. Oh. But it didn't feel <laughs> it didn't feel like this I don't know, I guess it was this big thing, but I don't know. I I just I just kept it from people, um, and kind of just like morphed it into this ball of like, well, I'm just questioning things of the faith. Like I'm just working through it. And I think even JB was like, Oh, I'll try and press him on it. Or like, see Mm -hmm. if like, we can have a conversation about it. Um, I don't think I gave it as much weight as I should have when I ended up telling people like, Hey, this is kind of where my, my mind's gone the past, I don't know six to eight months and but that's pre because previously i had already given it the weight myself like alone and somewhat with my wife so i was like i don't need to necessarily rehash it like i'm just in the process of figuring it out like it doesn't need to be this big thing but it does yeah, need to be I, this I big thing I feel like thing.
0: you knew the end result of that internal struggle you just were still working toward that
1: right yeah which okay. I think, like, that's what makes, in the end, you a stronger Christian. Uh-huh. Like,
0: grit. having huh <laughs> grit.
1: Yeah, but like, you've you've seriously considered what you believe in mm-hmm. in that point. Like, hey, I know the Bible says this, but like, how do I how do I know? And it's like when you get on the backside of that, you're salt like you're solid, right? right. Which like that's this whole thing kind of brings me back to um your point at the end of your story about not being met where you're at or feeling like people weren't met where they're at right which is like this is a perfect example of that where you felt and like even how i reacted to it you stay quiet and you deal with it Mm -hmm. which i don't agree with just because (laughs) i said it doesn't mean i agree with it Right. right right like you're surrounded you're in a leadership position you're surrounded by all of this like when you really think about that that person should be showered with jesus's love Mm -hmm. like if you really think about that and and somebody going through that and to be
2: clear that doesn't that doesn't come in a book form which i think on in the back of my head i was thinking you know i don't like that's how you fix something in at least a very like conservative baptist church that we grew up in that's how you fix things you just read a book like Oh, you're (laughs) questioning this, this doubt. Okay, well, let's listen to a few sermons and then read this book, Mm. reinforce your, your faith, which is a very good thing. But at the time I was graduating college, writing 35 page papers left and right. I didn't, I didn't have time to do that.
1: Or you probably didn't want to read a book. There was no, I mean,
2: I am two years out of college now and I've, I've read maybe two books. Like, I'm still working myself back into reading <laughs> yeah. books. Um, but that that wasn't how I wanted to go about it. And when you were talking, I had processed this. I knew checkpoint A and I knew the end, checkpoint B. I just didn't know how to get from A to B. Right. Like, I knew the truths. Like, yeah. heaven is a real place. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that. But now I need to get to believing that and figure out how to get from A to B. Right. And I think that was, that was where I stood on a lot of things.
0: It's, it's just like seeing your room in the light and then flipping lights off and thinking, wait, what if there's something there? So you flip lights back on. Okay. There's nothing there. Flip them off. Okay. What if there's something there? Right. Cause you just can't see. Right. Uh, I'm going to leave that as a summary and state that we've taken an average of seven and a half minutes per question, which puts us on pace for a three and a half hour episode. That is so. okay. <laughs> so, no, I, I agree. That, should, let's,
2: that was a good way to wrap it up. Um, this one's for all of us. I knew this one was going to happen. Hmm. How did drew coming out affect you? He was a mentor. So it had to be weird.
0: I just want to point out that they used the wrong word Effect. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: I'll I'll start this one. Hold on. Right. Can I preface
2: this? Yes. Go ahead. We let's leave his name in, because he was on one of our past episodes where we talked about this
1: very sure. specifically. This, yeah, very specifically. This. So, go ahead and go first. Um, so when I was going to the youth group, Drew was more of a peer to me not so much a mentor um with that being said like he was more of a friend to me than anything um i was not affected in any negative way by drew coming out um and i guess mainly being um just be like he's still drew like he has something that he's going through right and something that he like that's who he is and that's like i just want to love him as who he is i don't like, i don't i don't care you know i fully support drew like 100 percent, to this day um and anyone if anyone doesn't okay like that's that's your decision, and you have to live with that. But he's still the same Drew that I grew up with. He's the same Drew that taught at Philida truth. Like, he knew his Bible very well, still does. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of the episode, of his episode, he made very, like, biblical points. Like...
0: Strangely biblical points.
1: <laughs> like, awesomely, yeah, like, like very biblical points. Uh-huh. You know? So, like, it didn't affect me at all really i was like that's that's gonna be tough for sure like Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people you're gonna deal with a lot of stuff but he's still drew like if he called me today I'd drop whatever i'm doing to go help him out or what you know what i mean yeah like same guy i grew up with okay cool you know still love you dude
0: (laughs) there you go um i of course found out through facebook Woke up one day, Noah says, "Do they read Drew's posts." I'm like, all right, whatever. Got up and read it. Uh, none of us were going to Philida at the time, right? Right. And my instinct reaction—look, well, correct me if I'm wrong—but that post was both him coming out as gay, but also mentioning how he's not Christian anymore, right? Correct. Uh, I think. Um, uh, I don't remember.
2: No, no? the two—the two were not. Connected, but believed to be connected based on the premise that he had said he was going to start pursuing his sexuality.
0: Yeah, I thought he had made it clear they were connected, or at least that's how my heart received that. And uh, my instinct reaction was, okay, so what does this mean for all the other people who look up to him as a mentor? Because like, compared to my two brothers, he wasn't as much a mentor to me as he was to them. And I'm, I'm thinking of all these other people who struggled with their own sexuality at the church and thinking, like, okay, maybe God doesn't love me if this. And when I read that post, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is either going to reinforce to them God does love them or reinforce to them God doesn't love them. And like, Drew is still in a position of power and mm-hmm. mentorship over them, even though he's apologizing for literally... Like, I, I think he said almost verbatim, yeah like, having lied to them for years about his confidence in the faith and whatnot well
2: and he had also said uh like if i've ever hurt you by saying like if you've ever struggled with your sexuality like and i've hurt you by saying things like i am so deeply sorry Mm -hmm. so he definitely recognized that for sure Mm
3: -hmm.
0: that's where i land on it
2: um my so my extended opinion you can listen to drew's episode i told him i mean i think just a recap, I think he... I wasn't really surprised. Uh, I...
0: Because it kind of fit with Drew's personality. It made sense
2: yeah. that he was the only person that was teaching about that kind of thing in this day and age, especially in our church. Uh I... I am... It makes me... I think I get nervous when people do that when, when they come out because I'm like...
0: Because you haven't come out yet.
2: No. Thank you for interrupting my stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <God. laughs> what was I saying?
0: It makes you nervous when people come out. It
2: makes me nervous when people come out because they... Uh, we're going to get hate for this. They assume this, like, role of, like, this. this is me now. Like, this is me, and if you don't accept that this is me, like... You hate me, which isn't true. Like I don't, and I don't think Drew has said this, but or Facebook did. I don't scroll with Facebook, so I wouldn't know. I should look, but I don't see. I've experienced this with other members of the LGBT community. Of like, well, I'm gay now, so like this is me. Like this is what I own. This is what I put on every morning. Like, to use Drew as an, as an example, I'm gay. Drew now was like no you're not just gay drew like you are drummer drew you are like teacher drew you are leader true drew to like those are people who would still recognize that you are still like the skilled painter drew you are still the guy helping elderly people drew like you're not just gay drew like i get that that's what you feel is a part of you right now but or for the rest of life but I don't know. It kind of bugs me, but it it, it would bug me if Kai was to do that too. Like I am husband straight Kai now. Like I, and I don't wear that either because I think it's othering to other people. If I was to walk around, like I am husband Noah and I only play that role. So when you're, that makes When you're
0: reading the bio on Instagram should have more than just sexuality is what you're asking for
2: yeah i okay. mean my favorite co- i've stated my favorite color that i like to hang out with dogs like like I <laughs> wouldn't well, even know you're married <laughs> yeah. well and i does think that, does that make sense is that coming across clear
1: yeah i think it does because i mean i guess and i don't know but like it just makes me think that those people are like they want to own that identity that they've hidden for mm-hmm. so long and they want they like they want it to be known like that's great like Proud of you for for being you, right? Right. Um. Like and and with Drew, I've never like seen a post from Drew. Like he's still doing um, uh, his other Facebook page, um, Project, Project, Project Matter, Project yeah. Matter. Um. But like the things that Drew posts, he doesn't slap his sexuality in your face. Mm-hmm. Like he's just himself. Like Drew. Like you said, he's still Drew. Right. And that's like what I really respect about Drew. He's not, he like. Um, during Pride Month, he made a post about about being gay and living out of sexuality or whatever. Oh, he did? Yeah. And, like, it was... It wasn't in your face, though. It was just like, I'm part of this community now. Yeah. Like, it was very... I guess modest, mm-hmm. like... But humble at the same time, right? But that that's Drew. Like, just because right. he's gay, okay, like, that doesn't change Drew. Like, that's why I I can't... I can never... I can never see myself, like, not being okay with Drew just because he's gay. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still Drew, and it's very apparent. Like, sitting down and talking to him for three and a half hours is like, Nothing dude, different. I rem- remember all the good times yeah. we had. Yeah. Like, I don't care that you're gay. Mm-hmm. Like, good for you. Do your thing, man. Like, still love you. You know? Like, that's how I see Drew. I don't see him as gay Drew. Right. You know?
2: So that that – and I know that that fear comes from probably a place of – hurt from seeing others or maybe i don't know just observing how the community interacts on social media but i don't know that kind of like if that's the route if that's the route that drew wanted to go and fully take on that and say goodbye to his old self like all right i will say goodbye to drew that i knew as well Right. I don't see that happening, Mm-mm. but I think it's just a fear of mine that like, oh, like this really cool guy is going to disappear now. Right. I don't think it will happen. I but think it's so definitely either. a fear. The other thought that I, um, that I had had is when things like that happen, uh, you hear like close friends say like it, with any sin, not just like coming out. Uh, let's say it's like, I uh, you're
0: talking close Christian friends. What's that? Never mind, you mean close Christian friends prefacing to our yes. non-Christian audience?
2: Yes, most Christian friends. When they come out with some sort of sin that they've been engaging in, whether it's like pornography or maybe like sleeping with somebody else's wife or uh, like having sex before marriage, like they or, come or out or with not this... not
0: praying facing Mecca. Or, exactly. <laughs>
2: they They come out with this like like sin or thing or whatever. And some of the closest friends will say like, I can't believe like this has been going on for so long. And they didn't like want to tell me their best friend. Hmm. When, when I look at Drew, well,
0: based on your response. No, of course they wouldn't want to tell you
2: when I, (laughs) that's my reaction. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And
0: respond like that. No kidding. They wouldn't tell you.
2: Yeah. And looking at Drew's like story, that's exactly how I think. Like I know the Philida climate.
1: I get it. I'm I'm. always well, we saw it firsthand with multiple other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
2: it makes sense.
1: Yeah,
2: 100%. It make, it's still hurtful. That does not take the hurt out of it right. for the people that are closest to him, mm-hmm. for the people that are closest to all of the other situations in Philida that we've seen, or even outside of Philida. Right. But,
0: but their focus makes... is on their own pain versus the pain of the person going through it. Mm-hmm. Right. Which equally are valuable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no point in comparing pain. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to move on. JB, you have the next question? I do. So, um,
1: how does your spiritual journey at this point define you as a person?
0: I can answer that. Go for it. It doesn't. Okay, next.
1: That was that was <laughs> Okay, so why point. or why not? Yeah. Uh,
0: because I'm not defined by my past or my future. It's just I am who I am. Take it or leave it. You know?
1: JB? I, I definitely agree with that. Like, I'm
0: kind of the same way um that, that was a big big development for me in literally the last two days is deciding <laughs> i am who i am i'm gonna to choose to love myself regardless right. of other people and it's right. like like literally looking in the mirror saying i love you and i accept you for who you are regardless of this happening yeah thinking okay. i'm gonna give myself the unconditional love that i give to other people Good i think it's
1: for me. <laughs> shaped me in a lot of ways like um the way i interact with people because like i don't I don't like surface relationships unless the person, unless I think the person could hurt me. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm only going to invest in somebody that I'm going to fully trust. Um, but it's also, I guess made me the friend that I am to a lot of people, yeah. you know, because just like the time that I've spent with so many people from Philida. Um. But I definitely think I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for Philida So I think it definitely does define me to a certain extent. Um, but the same thing, like...
0: I think it built you. It didn't uh, yeah, define you. For sure, a yeah. building I is guess, not, it's bricks.
1: Definitely, yeah.
2: At this point for me, I think I'm going to disagree with you guys. I'm going to say it...
0: You're going to disagree with how I define myself?
2: No. with I'm <laughs> just going to go the other answer. The other answer. That's fine. How does your spiritual journey at this point define you as a person? I think it does in the sense of like, I am unpacking so much and pushing through so much uncomfortability. Like doing this show and doing this spiritual series is me unpacking and pushing past a point of uncomfortability which was a huge step for you which is a huge step for me huge step and Years so i think i think that at this point in my spiritual story this is a very big defining moment
1: right
0: but i would argue you've always been that person to take a big step and push through uncomfortability he's right just just <laughs> just hey he's right he is yeah for sure but slowly like yeah.
1: at your pace and this is kind of what pushed you through it because i remember going to the mountain this winter Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of pushed you a little bit and got a little bit out of you, but you weren't ready to talk about it. Right. You just weren't. Mm -hmm. And I think like the buildup for this made you actually push through it. Yeah, for sure.
0: I love how regrettably you said, he's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He
2: just spun it in a way that he's right.
0: That's so funny. Uh, My turn.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why didn't you title an episode by (laughs) Philida?
1: uh <laughs> this one just makes me laugh
0: well i was the only one going to Florida when we started the podcast that's true and
1: well that like really wasn't the point of our spiritual no, stories it wasn't. at all yes like yes, the point. <laughs> yes yes it Which is definitely i'm sure right it's definitely a result of all of our <laughs> journeys but for different reasons right. whatever
0: like no is the only one who left because of some beef Hey, easy. I didn't leave because of a beef. No, you didn't. You didn't. Left for a
2: multitude of reasons. I seriously. left because of multiple reasons, too. So it's like...
0: I left because of COVID. It's very simple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, What is so significant about Malia that she comes up in JB's story? Ooh.
0: That is a good question. So, keep in mind her husband is in the room
1: that's fine he knows all of this because he was <laughs> in multiple of the conversations oh, that we used to have dude we should have mentioned
0: um, no never mind. i can't say that
1: okay <laughs> so malia was a person like we were really really good friends and she was just kind of one of those people that just checked in on me and i checked in on her um and we just did it on a regular basis like it wasn't uh, me and Malia have never dated. Like, it's never been weird. Um, we've always just been friends. And we started bringing people into this, like, very constructive, deep conversation about how our lives are truly going. Like, Noah went to several. Went to several. I think came to a couple. So, we'd go get coffee. Um, we would just sit in my truck or whatever, her car. And we would just talk about life and not just like the surface stuff. We would talk about how we were feeling, you know, how school was going. Um, literally anything and everything. Uh, you know, the deep questions that nobody asks you on a regular basis on Sunday, like when you're like, Hey, how's it going? Like, Oh yeah, it's going great. But like inside you're like freaking had the shittiest week. Don't want to be here. You know, like those were right. the things we talked about. Um,
0: we didn't even do how's it goings at church. It's always good morning. And that's it.
1: Right. But like, like, it wasn't just surface level conversation and that went on for a long time. And like we served together and that eventually circle of friends just became super tight. So yeah, it kind of, I mean, obviously my friendship started with and then Malia later on, but then we all kind of came together in this group. Um,
0: And then Noah was there. 100%. 100%. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, she was just significant in the fact that we stayed consistent in this conversation, these, you know, these deep talks about just about life in general. Um, so, yeah, that's
2: pretty much it. I think to even build on that, Malia is the kind of person that doesn't take unreal for an answer. She doesn't take oh, 100% fake bullshit she sees straight through it Mm. and she doesn't get along very well with people who
1: aren't real with her or themselves. Yeah. Like still to this day, Mm -hmm. she'll like stop me and be like, what's actually going on. Like, are you actually okay? Are you just acting like you're okay? Because she knows me really well. Um, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are probably like, that's super weird that Noah's wife came up in your story. Um, but it's really not because, no. especially because Noah was a part of it and he totally understands the significance of it, right? So,
0: I think you're asking this question, JB.
1: Yes, yes, he is. I am. Um, okay, what instruments does JB play? Favorite worship song? Um, so. That's a good point they never
2: mentioned you never mentioned that you mentioned right. bass once
1: yeah um so i started out playing acoustic guitar um and, and i worship actually, too well even before that i was playing with um that one leader's dad he's the one that taught me how to play guitar oh really yeah um and then uh he taught me for quite a while um and then one that got me on to worship too um so because of guitar a little bit of electric not much um, electric bass and I played drums for a while I never played on worship because I wasn't quite good enough yeah um, drew actually gave me a couple lessons here and there um, favorite worship song that's a tough one why do you have
0: to have just one
1: <laughs> I like Lion and the
0: Lamb or something. Like I like which version, Leland? Yeah, which Ooh. version? It's <laughs> a good question. You like uh, the live version or no? Is it, is it a Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. Or is it <laughs> not that version? So it's the Every knee will bow the lion and the lamb, every song, knee will bow right? The lion and every knee will bow before him. Yeah, lion. that's it. Yeah,
1: that's. I Hill like song, that version it? better. I think it is. I could be wrong.
0: All I know is Leland, and I don't know which one it is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> either that, or um, oh, I can't even remember the name of it. But it was a song that me and Gavin always wanted to play at Florida, and we couldn't. Oh, oh, because it it had the spirit in it. it yeah, it talked about the it spirit. talked about the spirit <laughs> coming down or something. Like oh, that. dude, I I oh, I hear I'm the pretty song. Sure. Um, I think Malia literally just sent me a screenshot gotta, of it. I'm pretty it's sure. It's Gotta be a Hillsong. Hold on, version. let I, me find it. I think it is actually. Dude, um, Gavin was
0: all about the, what was the youth? Malia, God, what was that Hillsong? Young and free, living something young and free. I think it was Hillsong there Young and Free. Is that right, JB? Um, yeah. All
1: right. River wild. River, uh, yes. river wild uh yes 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 i dude sing it for me <laughs> i cannot oh, it's no, been so what a,
2: long what about you kai mine is cornerstone easily Ooh, that's a that's good a, one
0: that is a good it's one an oldie but a goodie yeah uh man, i don't think i can just limit myself to one i could drop like five
2: okay I give us five oh,
0: boy. okay um see they all depend on what mood i'm going for like, if i want to cry i'm talking either dear god but Corey asbury or gratitude by brandon lake if i'm like looking for that like dude faith is amazing then i'm gonna go back to an old hymn um do amazing grace though classic chains are gone is a nice Mm addition then i could someone just came out with a really good album last week it was i can't remember but let me i can find it i know i can
2: you gave us a few
0: yeah but any others
2: that come to mind not based on mood
0: um yeah all all of phil wickham's newest album
2: (laughs) phil wickham's good me and jb have seen him live oh what heck yeah dude once or twice it was once it was once once yeah i think it was once at the
1: uh rock and worship road show right oh shoot it's been twice then yeah (laughs) yeah because i yeah because i think he was there did we go three years two years because then we saw um newsboys at the end they mm-hmm. closed yeah yeah it was and Le- wild Le- been- Lecra- lecrae was in the middle that's right You know we went to the lecrae <laughs> concert like with andy minio oh i you- didn't go oh dude I it was I me andrew know, like at alex. the crystal ballroom where yes. the floor bounces yes it was, oh. it was, it was, it was me andrew and alex that's yeah. awesome oh it was so good dude
0: Noah, your favorite worship band is skillet right Mm, yeah, <laughs> <but> no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> NF, right? <laughs> they
2: are pretty dope, but
0: seriously, what's your favorite worship?
2: Favorite worship band
0: or no song? That's song a cornerstone. The was... Oh, you said that. Yeah, I said that. I'm gonna retract that question. I don't um, know if I have
2: a favorite worship group. I don't really or band. And right, I would Hill, not. Cons- Hillsong's great. I but... wouldn't consider NF a Christian rapper.
0: No, I wouldn't either. Um, some of his stuff well, but i say all. he yeah. is a christian rapper i wouldn't say christian artist right yeah now um
2: nor do i want to put him in that category right
0: you said hillsong as a band i don't think that counts cause... I,
1: it's more of a style see? like yes yeah, <laughs> style <laughs> <laughs> like honestly it's, it's a vibe it's just like <laughs> live just like that, i hate i hate live versions of songs. Is let church. me just say that yeah it is church
0: but but it's a church with like seven locations
1: And amazing worship.
0: Yeah, it is absolutely incredible. But saying Hillsong is like saying Bethel. Bethel has five different artists who all publish on their own and all publish under Bethel. And Hillsong is the same way. Yeah. There was that one girl in Hillsong. Gavin had a crush on. Remember her name? No. Which Uh, one? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Michaela. It's on the tip of my tongue.
1: (laughs) I don't know if you want to. No. No, I want to leave it. Next question.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. How does Kai getting engaged impact his view, singular, of marriage? Uh, All of my, a lot of my opinion of marriage then was built on the result of my current self-esteem at the time. And as that is constantly improving, my view of marriage isn't getting more selfish, but it's getting more, um, like... Realistic, I guess, because if if the idea before was you know what if I'm committed and devoted enough I can make it work, that's all within my own strength. Whereas I want God to be the basis of marriage, and as I more and more discover Him to be the basis of me, I can enter into the idea that He will bless the relationship He wants to bless, and it'll be it'll be good. Then that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh
2: Next, <laughs> next question. Why didn't JB or Noah go to Voyage? So we didn't go to Voyage because we were too old.
1: Right, I was we, way old. We weren't.
2: We weren't part of the age group. Uh, as far as volunteering goes, uh, basically the person that was above me when I was an intern said, which I have thanked him. To, I've thanked him to this day, still do. Uh, he was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna, not gonna have you do that. I don't want you to get burnt out. I know you have enough on your plate."
0: And, and remember what happened? You got burnt out. <laughs> I got burnt out. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I don't get where what that was all about. Because he said
0: <laughs> you really <laughs> don't do connect what I just said with what you just said. No. He said, "I'm not gonna have you go to a Voyage because I don't want you to get burnt out." Yeah. And then you got burnt out anyways. Oh. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Am I the only person who connects those two ideas in my mind? No, he was just watching. Yeah, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I was, I like, was
1: so what? on my track yeah. that I didn't, I didn't He mind. was mainly just trying to prevent it, which is awesome. Like, good for him. Of course. Right. But I was not No, I wasn't trying. I
0: wasn't, trying to, I wasn't <laughs> insulting anyone. I was making a joke yeah. by pointing out what happened.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: That's what I do. I joke.
2: Right. Yes, I didn't. <laughs> catch that one yeah. i did i did get burnt out but it wasn't it wasn't because he this person was like i don't want you to get burnt out so i'm not gonna have you do this like i was already on the track of getting burnt
0: out and, and that's he why just, i thought it was an okay joke to make yes yes because <laughs> yes. i knew he was doing what was right
2: <laughs> right okay now i'm falling yeah so he he was like i just don't want you to do that like we got the volunteers for it we're good uh, just keep along with what you're doing and you know give me updates on how you're how you're doing so I did not volunteer for voyage nor did I really want to I'm kind of a person that like gets super involved especially in those types of ministry things I didn't want to try and overtake it or like i don't know input myself into something that I didn't need to be doing or and I didn't need another
0: you were really thing. busy yeah. You were really. You wouldn't have had time.
2: What about you, JB? Why didn't you? Ghibli. Why didn't you volunteer at Voyage?
1: I was uh, kind of out of volunteering with youth group. I think at the time. From what I, I think, remember, I think
0: you were out of Philida at the time.
1: Was yeah, was were I? you? I have, know, you have, have you you left Philida by then? I might have. There was just. Or I was I very. Could never
0: keep track of when you were gone for summer. When you came back. That's true.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could have been a summer. Um.
0: And then when you were back, it was always like.
1: It could have been when I moved out here.
0: Like, oh, he's back, and he's been or back not for a month. What do you mean out
1: here? But um,
0: I don't. It would have been uh, 2018,
1: 2019 eighteen, two thousand nineteen. Two thousand eighteen. Let's see, two thousand eighteen was four, three years ago. Yeah. So it's wow. twenty. Can you just believe
0: we're more than halfway done with twenty twenty one?
1: Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's been very fast. <laughs> um at twenty three Yeah, I don't know. I probably I don't think I was going to fly it at all. I don't think Honestly. So.
3: Next question. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: What do we got? Maybe um let's see. Why was it so significant that JB didn't connect with his dad at Roundup?
0: I don't remember that.
1: So I don't, I vaguely do. Yeah. I, I remember talking about it, but I don't think I like, so I went multiple years. Um, and I don't remember what I said about, if I said I didn't connect with my dad, um, that was probably just proving my point that I wasn't there. Like my head wasn't in it because
2: you you had said, um, oh, you had said, uh, I feel like you, you were expressing how you were like disappointed with yourself or felt bad that you didn't connect with your dad on those trips
1: and you indicated that you were supposed to. Right. Um, and like one year, one year stands out to me and it was a year that I literally just got off work. I was actually working. I'm pretty sure I was working down right next to, um, and right next to the camp and then drove all the way home, got my truck, drove back down there and didn't want to be there because I wanted to be at home with my girlfriend. Right. So I wasn't there. Like my head wasn't in it. I wanted to be at home. I didn't care. Like I just literally didn't care. Um, so that was the main year that I didn't connect with really anybody and kind of missed. I don't know. I just missed out on like what could have been a great weekend, like connecting with my dad. Um, it's not that it was significant, but it was kind of, I think the timeline in my story,
0: it was noteworthy.
1: Yeah. It was noteworthy about, I'm pretty sure women kind Uh. of, I think that was my point. I don't know. Maybe. And like how it affected like my journey or walk. Yeah. Right. Like at that point I was very distracted and didn't want to be there. So I missed out on a great weekend, but there was totally years where I was like all about it. And in every discussion, like connecting with my dad, you know, like there was a year I had a really good year with Gavin. We did a lot of stuff, um, and just hung out a lot. And it was a great weekend. Um, it was just that year in particular that sticks out to me. But it, yeah, it was t- noteworthy. It wasn't like, a, my dad hates me because I, <laughs> you know, was disconnected, right? Right.
0: Yeah. So. I have a random question about something that never made it into y'all's stories. Did you ever go to Sons of Thunder? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, but I guess I was, did that ever make a difference to y'all? Radicalize Uh, your It was like middle school, so I was pretty young. It was cool. It wasn't.
1: It was, yeah, it was cool.
0: Okay.
1: It's. (laughs) I think it. It didn't have, like, a huge impact on my story. I,
0: yeah, but. I imagine it was more focused on your relationship with your dad than with God.
2: Yes. What? Well, kind of know. both. It kind of blended both, but...
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, like... I I don't know, like, me and my dad had an interesting, I guess, godly relationship back then. Like,
2: Well, there are, I feel like with Sons of Thunder... Sorry not to cut you off. Yeah, no, you're good. With Sons of Thunder, there's two schools of thought. It's very, okay, we're going to get in, we're going to do everything that they tell us, and we're going to do it to a T, Mm -hmm. and we are going to get the most out of it as we can. Then there's another where the dad goes, let's pick and choose the activities that we go to. Uh, Let's kind of be a rebel like on the outskirts of things. Let's sit in the back. Maybe Mm -hmm. we can leave when we want to, and we can do... Like a more bonding dad and son camping type thing. Mm-hmm. So for some people, it was like a retreat. <laughs> so whereas... you're
0: saying strict dad versus cool dad?
2: No, I think it depends on. It, on it definitely on depends because <laughs> I think I had Yeah, both. <laughs> because
1: <laughs> because we it was just another camping trip for for us, right? Yeah. Okay. Like I think I did probably one of both. Like mm-hmm. went in one year and like wanted to do everything, but then right. I don't know me and my dad are both kind of like shy so we're just like eh, let's go do our own thing yeah so you know and then one year i wanted to do more so we did more right um but at that time like i i didn't know how to have those conversations with my dad because i never really had like until like high school like we really didn't talk about yeah. god like not because he didn't want to or anything but that's just like where we're at right Like, and it's funny because I'm super close to my dad now. Um, Sons of Thunder is before middle school. Was it before middle school? Because
2: otherwise you'd go to a middle school camp. That makes sense. So,
1: so obviously at like elementary school, like Mm -hmm. you're not at a level where you can have like a really biblical conversation with your father. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I like this next question. Whatever happened to Neil?
2: So I'm going to tell you why <laughs> I don't like this question. I and wh- don't like this question? And why it's going to get cut. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why it's cut, and then I'll give you the answer. Okay. And then we can throw it somewhere in the mix on monthly subscriber. I want the question cut because I don't want people calling me that. That's fair. So I'm going to explain fair. this whole situation about and why I don't like to be called that. And then people are going to go and call. It's, you tell somebody not to do something, they're going to do it.
0: Right. Well like I think they'd do it a few times as a joke, but it wouldn't stick
2: right um basically the whole neil thing was I went to roundup and found and we were doing this whole nickname thing. I don't know how it came about like oh, you look like a a chad or a or a Joe or a a Billy instead of a Bob or whatever <laughs> and Chad and somehow. Neil stuck, and I was getting more attention as Neil than I was for my own person, Noah. And it that was cool, it was great for the weekend, it was great for the weekend after kind of this, like, you know, niche thing at church, inside joke, whatever. But then it carried out, and I started to realize, like, this is really weird that I'm going by something that is not my name. I'm trying to fit this identity of like this person who is definitely not me. Like, and I think that that was one of the rock bottom moments of my identity, which also helped push me to go into heart change,
0: which is why I loved Well, and that's, you just answered what is the deal with Neil? The question was what happened to it? Right. So can I share from my perspective what happened to it? Sure. I remember after heart change, it was on one of those nightly drives we would do on those Mondays. You said like, look, Kai, I'll be honest with you. Neil is dead. We need to stop. Like we need to do whatever we can to get people to stop calling me that. Yeah. And I was like, that is amazing. Symbolism. Symbolism. (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> that was <a> hand <laughs> amazing symbolism and uh and that's what and i would just like every time someone would call you Neil, i'm like no nah, let's call him noah yeah
1: and it's actually funny because i was i was gone i was out of town for the whole summer <laughs> and came back and called him neil and everyone's like we don't call him that anymore i'm like yeah and then because he was like at church and you're like i'll tell you about it later <laughs> and i was like Okay. I was so confused because, nice. like, right. in my phone, he was Neil. Snapchat, uh-huh. he was Neil. Like, the and, dude was Neil.
2: And like, on the opposite of that, we came back from men's roundup and everybody's like, why is Noah being called Neil? This is weird. <laughs> right.
0: But, and, and then that must have gone on for like almost a year, I feel.
2: Yeah. Close to I uh,
0: six well, months at least. Right. If it went till, till that April or to the summer. Mm-hmm. And, people would call you neil even behind your back <laughs> right like like if they were talking about you it's like oh so yeah neil said this everyone called you neil it was crazy and right and that's why because I think
2: it, because neil was somebody who was not afraid to be active in the church and like putting himself out there and no longer being the quiet kid in the corner huh. and i was like well i gotta do that for myself i can't do it for this alter ego
0: well that's why i think you that should, i'm not too fond of that's why i like the idea of you keeping the question in here because it really speaks to that spiritual growth you experienced and, and the, how you were like, all right, I'm done with this old version of me who, who didn't even know himself. Right. I, Which know, who is, I, I like, know who I am and I'm making other people recognize.
1: Super it. symbolic. Mm-hmm. Like super. I loved it. Yeah. It yeah. was cool. Like after I got cued in on why the hell you were, <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused, dude.
0: <laughs> we may leave it. We'll see. We'll okay. Well, I'm gonna write down the timestamps. I just
2: know. know that people will be like, "Oh,
0: Neil, oh,
2: Neil. maybe I just don't respond block them." Yeah, I just block, yeah, I'll just
0: block <laughs> you. Well,
3: All
0: I right. think I think if well, the, people hearing part... how it deeply offends you would, you know, I right. feel like that and makes like, a difference. The, the way people... that he walked through it, like...
2: there was a, and that was that the point too. That was a transition of like, "Oh, girls, are... shush, <laughs> <laughs> honey." <do> you were <laughs> like, like 16. Yeah. yeah, and there was, was this wild. girl that I was pretty intensely,
1: not intensely obsessed with.
0: You would intensely not talk to her.
1: <laughs> it was intensely awkward. Okay? Hey, Let's it was play. just awkward. We you talked. Just... Not really. Did you? Yeah, I went to her house. Three words and out. laying. Let's call popsicle
2: her popsicles. <laughs> <stuff.
3: laughs>
2: I would totally do it, dude. Um. I would be so interested to see how that conversation goes. Anyways,
0: do you have her number?
2: No, <laughs> no.
1: Oh. Uh, I still have the same phone number in contact, so who knows?
2: Oh, dude, I got so many stories with that girl that about Save that. Save it for girl. the monthly. Yeah, supporter. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Can't put her on blast. <laughs> uh, so don't forget it. Uh, wild. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was like pursuing this girl and. She had said, "Like, why is people calling you Neil?" And I didn't have a cool. good expl. I didn't have a good explanation for anybody about it, because I wasn't thinking that deep that I just expressed to you guys at the time. It's just a joke, you know. People
0: call me that like a funny nickname.
2: <laughs> am I am I up next to ask the question? Yeah. yeah. So
0: if you're jumping in and we just cut that question, um, go to a monthly supporter episode. We'll put it there. But Noah's <laughs> gonna ask this next question. Yes. If they're wondering why we jumped out of order,
2: um, how did JB's busy work life impact his spiritual life?
1: <coughs> um, yeah, talk about your cigarettes too. Uh, yeah, <coughs> cigarette cough. Um, no, I do not smoke cigarettes. Um, I, it really depended on the summer, honestly. I mean, because that when I think of my busy work life, that's the main thing that didn't allow me to go to church um for, for for those of you that don't know um i guess kind of like my schedule during a summer was i always left on a sunday typically um and i'd come back anywhere from wednesday to saturday and i was typically like we always had fill-in days in those other days or i'd be out at the shop working or whatever um so leaving on sunday to go out of town was like it wasn't, it, it wasn't high on my priority list to try to go to church and then haul ass out to Ridgefield and then go drive seven hours. Like I wanted to sleep in, like get ready for my week, you know? Um, but then there was definitely weeks where I went, I went to church with, um, the guys that I worked with and, and the owner's family. Um, I did that quite a bit. My, my, I think my third and fourth year, um, not Felida correct yeah not flight another local church um and the pastor actually his son worked on our crew with us um but i mean i was on the road i was hanging out with truckers like that enough is to explain my environment right there um my third and fourth year all i did was pretty much drink like Cause that's all there is to do when you're in a small town of 2000 right. people and sitting in a hotel from what, whenever I got off work and we were done for the day till we went to sleep. Um, so, I mean, I always, I was always able to just jump right back in to Philida when I came back. Um, I never really skipped a beat, you know, I just, I think probably until my senior year cause I think my senior year, well, I don't know. I was still pretty involved my senior year um but yeah i mean and then even after because uh after my senior year i think i did let's see i did two more summers after that um but that was kind of when i was like phasing out of phillida so um it affected it but it wasn't like i disowned all my friends like right. you know came back reconnected with everyone and that was it so
0: all right i think you're next on the questions
1: you bet um okay does jb think he missed out on his early 20s because of what he believed three months doesn't feel like enough
0: i mean there's a lot of jb questions <laughs> yeah it's just strange um well they know you, to be fair they know you the least because of that's pretty true the fact that noah and i have been yeah. your six seasons hmm
1: What? How do you guys interpret that? Does JB
2: think he missed out on his early twenties because of what he believed?
0: Three months doesn't feel like enough. (laughs) What could three months be referring to?
1: Maybe my summers.
0: Uh, Oh,
2: these questions go together on Instagram. The, The so the one before. Oh. Oh does here let me i guess we answered that does jb think he missed out on his early 20s because of what he believed maybe about your work life or your spiritual life or maybe three months doesn't feel oh you had mentioned in your um there was a three-month period before you got a like a big boy job oh where you were kind of doing whatever you wanted while going
1: to clark
0: we okay. took like
2: one English class or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, college.
1: Yeah, I was taking like Econ 101 and like ASL. <laughs> one, Dude, I went to which that I class I two knew. times. And yeah,
0: I, and I got a D and called it good. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, that professor was
0: wild. So funny. Um, <laughs> no one told me to take that professor because it was really easy. I'm like, all right, sounds good.
2: <laughs> it's because this guy didn't do the homework.
0: Uh, how and many it, How many times do you go to his class?
2: Like three times.
0: Did you ever like do work?
2: I did all of the homework. Okay, because there not... was only like eight
0: homework sheets. Did you Did you do the A grade paper at the end? Yeah. Yeah, I did none of those things, and I still got a D. Oh my goodness! And caught it good because that meant <laughs> you I, passed. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I couldn't advance, but I got the credits for it. Right, <laughs> works for me. Um, do you feel
2: like you missed out on your early twenties because of what you believed? Whatever that means. <laughs> do you feel and, like you missed out on your early 20s? And just 20s? so you
0: know, three months doesn't feel like enough. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I don't. Uh. Are you still in your early 20s? How old are you?
1: 25. Oh. So, kinda, kind of, I guess. Kind of. I'm, like, right in the... I'm
0: on the hump. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you like being on the hump? I don't know. It's just, it's just a number. I don't care. Um, anyway. Uh...
1: If you're referring to those three months as, like, I missed out on, like, I should have done that more, um, I definitely think no. Like, it was nice, but I like a structured schedule. I got really tired of staying up till 5 or 6 in the morning and sleeping till 1. Whew. Um Yeah. Probably. Like, I just worked out and watched Netflix till five in the morning there was literally there was a couple of times my dad was waking up for work when i was going to sleep nice yeah and then i would just sleep i mean it was it was nice because like financially i was fine because i had worked multiple summers and just had cash in the bank so i was just chilling and it was totally like it was really fun i enjoyed it but i also like a schedule and structure um so like it kind of drove me crazy but it was definitely fun. Um, it kind of made me realize I need to balance my work life a little bit, you know, like have a work life balance. So I definitely think it was it was good for me to do that, you know, because like I want to enjoy my time off. Right. And I, I was able to. OK, I just worked my ass off for a couple summers. I'm secure, still living at home. I can just have a good time for a little bit while I wait for this next job to start up. So um, it worked out, Um, but no, I don't feel like I missed out on my early twenties. Like (laughs) I don't like going clubbing. I don't like going (laughs) to bars. Like if I go to a bar, I'm going to be playing. (laughs) If I go to a bar, I'm going to be playing pool with some buddies or whatever and not drink anything and then drive home because I'm responsible. And, Sweet. So Thank you God. don't
0: have a drinking problem? No. <laughs>
1: that's
0: good. Um, no. That's a recurring joke.
1: Are you asking a follow-up question?
0: No, I'm asking the next question. Okay. What is your spiritual gift, JB?
1: I'm not going to answer that question.
0: All right. No. <laughs>
1: next question. Wait, can,
0: can I get a why?
2: Well, that is on here. Why didn't JB want his spiritual gift known? I guess we'll just skip to the next okay.
1: one. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's not that I don't want it known. Like... It doesn't, it doesn't bother me like the people that know, um, I I don't know. Like it's one of those things that if you're important to me, you'll know about it. And if you're not like you won't. Can I hit you with the
2: next question on the list? Sure.
0: Will Noah's wife be sharing? No, no, no. (laughs) that is the next one.
2: Are spiritual gifts supposed to be used in the church?
1: so you got those three came in or in a row see this is why i don't tell people about my spiritual (laughs) (laughs) gifts like because these questions get asked yeah it was the same really um biblically yes but there are follow-up explanations and rules to be followed when it comes to spiritual gifts um kai would you blatantly explain some of the different gifts and how they can be used in a church setting.
0: Oh, I'm a terrible person for this question because I, uh, when people ask, what's your spiritual gift? I always give the same canned response. I hate that question. So, well, I'm
1: not asking what your spiritual gift is. I know. I'm asking you to explain
0: what I, what I always tell people is I think that's a bad question to answer because there's no reason I should be limited within a certain category of spiritual gifting.
1: I agree with that. And I guess, so I'll give you my explanation.
0: Okay. Um,
1: in my opinion, and biblically, if whatever you are doing does not build up the church, you should not be doing it. Huh. Am I wrong in saying that? Yes. How so? No. Sorry. No. <laughs> Thank my you. answer. My answer okay. is no. Okay. I was, a, I was. in my head. I was my, about to say no. And I Noah, was like no with a resounding. Yes so. <laughs> like, that was. A, that was a prominent yes. <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, I was so confident in that. I've never heard
2: of No, no so wrong. in my head, I was agreeing so hard with the question that you would just I was like, Oh right. was such a good question. You yeah. get him. Yeah. You get them. <laughs> And I didn't realize like, like I just it, audibly said yes somebody. when I meant no. <laughs> like ultimately
1: ultimately, like you said, like you're not confined, right? Like, I don't
0: believe you're confined. Some people do.
1: That's and that's fine. Like, but biblically, if you're building up the church,
0: good. cool. Right.
1: If you're not then mm-hmm. don't do that. Like, it's pretty simple.
0: Right. So some spiritual gifts are meant to build up people who are already Christian. And then some Correct. spiritual gifts are meant to bring in people who are not Christian. Correct. And that's pretty much now not knowing the passage off the top of my head. Right. I can say that's what <laughs> what the two main categories right. are.
2: And when you, when you ask someone, you, the precedent is already there of how can JB help me? Or how can how can Kai help me? Right. If or just Kai
0: general curiosity, like I don't think this question was asked because they want to recruit JB. No, I don't think right. so.
2: But if somebody asks,
0: but I also Kai, don't know who asked it. Hey Kai,
2: <laughs> like, what's your spiritual gift? It's like, okay, what's what is your intent here? Or if right. somebody already knows, hey Kai, I heard you had the spiritual gift of healing. Uh, can you follow me back to my place and then we're <laughs> gonna go four houses down and cure up a little ankle situation. And then we're going to go around the block. It's like, okay, now we're now, now we're putting the pressure on the person uh-huh. instead of what is actually, instead of focusing on what is actually supposed to happen yeah. or is going to happen.
0: Every time someone says, kai what's your spiritual gift? I say, I don't know because I don't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. I think right. like if the Lord wants to use me to do this today, then I'm totally down. Right. If he wants me to do this today, I'm totally down. I just want to listen to him and do what he tells me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. I guess I'll go because there's not much semblance of order anymore. Yes, go. Uh, I guess we asked Noah. W- will Malia be sharing her spiritual story on the podcast?
2: Um, that's a good question. I did invite her to share. We all did. The show invited her to share her story on the podcast. Um, her story is not like ours in the sense that.
0: Because she's not Christian.
2: That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, She basically told me that, which I had kind of known, her story starts before Philida and right. continues after Philida. And her story of Philida is not an outsider perspective. It is an insider perspective. And, uh... I don't think, this is my opinion, I don't think she could tell her story on the podcast to the degree that she needs to to get to convey her points in a public setting that is safe for the things that she's been told in the parties that she's been involved with. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, that is a fair point. Maybe just because I know
0: the situation. As people who understand, it does make sense.
2: So there are, she walked through a lot of people through their shit and has experienced a lot in the church. Mm-hmm. And so in order for her, her to properly tell her story to well, you're, the you're, public that knows nothing or didn't live those experiences, it would be hard for her not to break confidentiality or break relationships or tiptoe around subjects.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and there's a, I mean, there's a lot there. It would be a long episode,
0: uh, You're making it sound like she left, like like part of her, a lot of her story is carrying other people's burdens that were never hers to begin with. Whereas I think an, another or maybe bigger reason that she can't really share it publicly is because everything that happened, like now that everything is done, it's done quietly. She left quietly. And in order to explain her story would be breaking that. Uh. Peace agreement doesn't sound right, but
2: I get what you're saying, and I would I would agree. Uh, there's it's just a lot, yeah, like a lot, and so uh, she's invited been invited to. Uh, she said that she would write it all out before coming on and telling it. So maybe, but I doubt it.
0: Okay, monthly supporter.
2: That's true. Monthly subscriber episode. Uh,
0: Piss! I keep saying. It. <laughs>
2: It's still on the table and will remain on the table. So okay. if you really want it to happen, go DM her and no, barrage would, that her. that would not do it. <laughs> <laughs> barrage <laughs> her about it.
3: Uh,
2: next question is... Tree. Has anyone from the church reached out to you guys? What did they say? How did that make you feel? I'm assuming that they're talking about this ep- this like series. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I've only had, I think, one person reach out to me um, and it wasn't like a question or anything. It was like a commonality of how they felt in agreeance to how I felt, mm-hmm. which was like cool to see because it was somebody that um, I met really early on, grew up with, um, went through a lot of the ups and downs with um, this person was very involved as well um and ended up moving out of the state eventually but it was cool to see that i wasn't like i didn't walk through all those things and experience those things and there was like the other people that were in my age group in the same grade as me experienced very similar things um so just kind of like a it's kind of relieving i guess like a yeah yeah okay like i wasn't i wasn't crazy i'm not like thinking about this wrong or whatever
0: uh, I've had, well, there was one person who reached out to both Noah and I, but other than that, I haven't had anyone. And, and that was even reached out before any of us shared our stories individually. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that, and that was more of a kind of, Hey, are we on the same page? I guess. conversation. Right.
2: Yeah. That happened. Um, I had a leader message me, uh, a long thing. And I was really appreciative of that. Uh I sent him an even longer thing back. Um, uh, kind of just dissecting with him, like what was going on, what my experience was. Uh I don't want to say that there was a lot of healing there because I believe that the healing had already been done. And I don't think any men's needed to be made. Uh I think it boosted some, your confidence though. It did boost my confidence one hundred percent. And sometimes it's Forgiveness doesn't necessarily need to happen like it already happened. Um, I think we both just needed to hear like, dude, there's so much grace for you. Like you are forgiven,
3: Hmm.
2: like just to hear it, like it had already been done. Like I'd already forgiven him and I know that he had already forgiven me, but I think just to hear it was really good. Um, And, you know, I maybe i i don't know maybe i don't know if he necessarily needed to be forgiven because i don't feel that he was at fault to the extent that he had put that much burden on him Hmm. so i kind of just reinforced like dude there's enough grace for all of us like grace upon grace is going around um but that was super encouraging uh it it did like j v like j b said it did give me a lot of confidence moving forward like I don't have to be weird around him like I don't have <laughs> to, like w- walk on eggshells like not that I would, but like we're good we're homies like we we live and we learn kind of thing right. uh I did r- talk to which you'll have to blank that name that was on the fourth of July and he he was like, "Yeah, I've been listening to the spiritual series." I was like, "Well, what do you think?" <laughs> um he said it was extremely hard to listen to. Uh the whole series he's been listening every episode observing the boundaries. Um wow. He said it was really really hard to listen to uh just because You look back and you think like, oh, I could have done this better or should I have said this or should I have moved about this way or put in place this policy or maybe set this boundary, Um, which I think all of us naturally do that. But he said it was like it was it's been really good. It's been really hard to hear some of the things, um, but it's been really good for him. So. And then we had a huge discussion on it, uh, and I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of understanding between us. Kind of like what JB said. Like we're not alone in this. Like I'm glad I'm not crazy because you experienced <laughs> right. it too. Right. Um, you were there, and you same in the same boat. Like we live and we learn, kind of deal. Like there's enough grace for us to go around. So
0: I think that's all of. I think we all answered that. Mm -hmm. let me get you next me uh, did you you just ask that? I'll read it, sure Uh, (laughs) where are you at now in terms of the bible and Jesus as savior king I just want to say, I hope this question isn't meant for me because I feel like I answer this really well every episode without being asked (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but man I'm all in I'm on board I'm here, I'm jumping, spinning throwing my arms up I really have to poop. Wow,
2: that's <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah, like Kai said, all in. Like zing. I'm there.
1: Zip zap. Yeah, I mean, um, it looks a little different right now, but like, that's all part of, you know, a journey, right? Figuring yeah. out where we're at and where I'm at. Uh, it's kind of weird. It's like this. It's this like uh this like
2: deconstruction and then it's like cutting limbs off of my body and then throwing them in
3: if that right. makes sense
2: right like i am cutting off my arm and then going what does this do like how do i use this yeah what benefit does it have to me what benefit does it have to others like mm-hmm. how do i use this for the kingdom and then right. throwing it in yeah. And then cutting off my other arm, and then analyzing that. How are you going to cut off your arm? S- if you have you arm? don't need to break it down. It's a great metaphor. You don't need to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> a table saw.
1: So that's where I'm at.
0: That's fair. But how are you going to turn it off?
1: Your f- forehead or toe? I don't know. Figure it out. With you don't your have forehead.
0: Arms. I want you to. I want you to turn off this table saw with your forehead. Uh.
2: Next question. Does your spiritual walk affect how you treat people? I feel like this is a yes or no, very easy question.
0: Um, I'll say yes. Well, obviously, I feel like the answer has to be yes, so I'm gonna say. <laughs> like, is this a trick question? Are we walking into? <laughs> so, a, we're walking so, into a trap here, right? Aren't we? <laughs> so maybe I'll answer instead. How? Yes. Okay. Uh, I described a lot of times I experienced pain in my spiritual walk. And where I'm at now is kind of like, okay, so I experienced a lot of pain, but I've also experienced a ton of growth and healing from those. So I could also go and help other people like share my story and help them kind of experience or, or get out of that. Like I let a lot of pain happen to me and I can help them not experience that pain if I share my own story and what I've been through. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that you let pain happen to you.
0: Uh I
2: Unless you do and then we got to have a conversation <laughs> after this. <laughs> uh,
0: it's it's not like I'm looking at something that will hurt me and say I want that hurt, but rather there's
2: in amidst the hurt?
0: No, more like uh I'm like choosing to ignore red flags, uh not putting up proper boundaries, not holding those boundaries not knowing what boundaries to put up like all those kind of things Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and then ignoring them so that you can experience hurt
0: (laughs) not the the reason i ignore it isn't because i want to experience hurt but rather fear of, of rejection or okay and then as it often happens the thing i'm trying to avoid is what i end up receiving okay yeah
2: kai is on track to being like a therapist no no you give me these paul vibes like so much like paul 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 yeah like considerate joy my dear brothers (laughs) that my life is shit so jesus (laughs) is the best (laughs) well you
0: know it's it's in i believe i share the same source of joy that paul did i agree so
2: uh jb what about you does how does we'll put how at the beginning of this how does your spiritual walk affect how you treat people um man i can go if you want to think
1: well i think it kind of makes me it makes me think about like mainly like the hurt that i experienced right um and how i don't let that happen to other people through myself. So, I mean that, mm. I, I always like to think about that, but then at the same time, um, I don't, I don't know. Cause like, I only like to interact with people that I trust, but then if I do actually interact with people, I'm just polite and it doesn't like my spiritual walk didn't affect that. You know, right. that's just how I interact with people. So mainly, Mainly like the ways that I was hurt, I guess. Mean like making sure that I'm not the reason. Now, mm-hmm. like maybe I did that to somebody growing up or whatever. If I did, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't know better, right? Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm shit. kind of I'm coming kind of along the same lines. Like
2: a lot of the the mentors or previous mentors that I've talked to, like. They just did the best they could with the information that they had. Mm -hmm. And I think I bring that into my... Into my spiritual walk and, like, how I... Like... I treat people kind of like that. Like, I... I'm just using the information that I have. And so now my job is to sit down and ask questions and really get to know and learn so that I can love in the best way that I can. And I only know what I know. Like I'm not, I can't read into things. I, I can't help someone unless I ask questions or they tell me and open up to me or want to sit down and have that relationship with me. Like I'm not a mind reader. Like I have to, I have to take the time to really build a relationship with somebody. I don't know. Relationship and community. Like it, I don't know. That's, that's the big hitter at the moment. Hmm. Uh, We got a few more.
0: Yeah. It looks like three of those few more are for me. Am I right on that?
2: Uh, One of them we already did.
0: Oh, that's good. All right, let's do the first one. You previously talked about your parents didn't how your parents didn't prepare you to resolve conflict since they didn't fight in front of you. In your spiritual discussion episode, around the one-hour mark, you talk about how Cedar Tree taught you conflict resolution. How is solving conflicts at school not applicable to life outside of school with friends, church members, significant others, etc.? Can we,
2: first of all, say that this is a really good question because yeah. they referenced... Two different episodes. Two different episodes. Two different parts. Two different parts. Subjects, yeah. And the timestamp. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. This is how we would love to get questions. So then Kai can give a it, thorough answer. It right shows
0: now. very organized thinking. Yes. And I like that. So I don't think, first of all, you, you miscellaneous questioner, you uh, said how. Huh, the, on- the only question is, how was solving conflicts at school not applicable to life outside of school with friends, church members, significant others, ETC? Well, I spent six and a half hours at school every five days out of a week um, for 12 years. And there's a lot of life that happens in 12 years. And I don't necessarily think that any of it has to be not applicable because... And and it's not always just the conflict that I'm experiencing. I never dated anyone within my own class, but there were relationships that would go on within my own class. And I did go I did date someone who was in a different class, but I only bring that up to talk about significant others. It did show like there were fights between romance and caused by romance and and a lot of conflict resolution and how that happened there. And there was a lot of uh And, like, none of us, like, we didn't all agree on the same politics. We didn't all agree on the same, really, anything. But we didn't have a choice but to hang out with each other. So, if nothing else, what I could definitely take away was I don't have to agree to them, to like them, and to be their friend and love them. And there's a number of people who maybe I didn't even like, but I still loved them and got along with them and was able to be with them. And that was great. And, and that's something that I definitely can take from Cedar tree and bring that anywhere. Uh, I think that answers the question.
2: Yeah. I, I think in that episode, I don't know. I feel like you've already answered this question. Maybe it's just cause I know you, but in that episode, you definitely talked very like compartmentally. And so I wonder if this question is pointing at like, well, how do you not mix the two? Which you just answered. Yeah. So next question.
0: Okay. You uh, want me to read
2: it? Sure. Around the 30-minute mark on your story, which you didn't even get to 30 yeah. minutes, so I'm guessing that's on discussion. Maybe. You talk about not feeling a part of Philida community and not having leadership roles there. How much of that do you think was due to your age when you attended Philida? How much of that do you feel was because you didn't seek out leadership type positions.
0: Yeah, that's a really good calling me out kind of question. <laughs> because I don't actually have a decent answer to this. Um the actually I don't if I said I didn't feel like a part of the philatelic community, I think I must have misspoke because I had never felt more like a part of the community than when I left. And and that was and I was going to like I did I did tag for years and when we stopped doing tag i did voyage for like two weeks and that was i did not feel very much a part of the community then because i I didn't feel like uh me or my needs were being catered to but during college years i absolutely felt like i was just ingrained in philida because uh because i was part of the part of a small group there and that small group i was so loved and accepted and wanted and I, i could just feel it I knew that I was, I was there because I needed it. Because the community there was amazing. Because I just belonged. And uh, regarding leadership, dude, you're totally right. I did not seek out leadership at all, and that has a lot to do with, um, with my opinions of the leadership. I suppose part of it, was, part of my reasoning was like, I was the only person my age who didn't do zone. That, that was going to be my question. That why, I can remember. why didn't you do zone? Because middle schoolers are so annoying. <laughs> I'm That's dead, the best answer I'm, you could have. I'm dead had. serious. Like, like Noah. Like I, w- <laughs> you remember? I probably complained. To, I've complained to you to this for years, yeah. saying, "Man, there's no one my age who is mature like I am," <laughs> and and then, except for you, and someone who matched our maturity was Malia, which is why it made sense for you two to get married because you a spiritual maturity lined up. Right. And here. I am was where I'm still like no one's quite no one my age is quite matching up where I am spiritually or mature wise and and then to serve like and I, I even struggled getting along with um, well I struggled feeling a part of the high school community I was in but then to move from that into a place of leadership for middle schoolers who were even further beyond that my heart wasn't at a place where I could really give like that
2: right well and it's also hard hard to like care about something you don't care about yeah
0: that's true that's true so
2: JB you want to read the last question for Kai mm, which, the... one,
0: which one did we hit it starts with given that okay given that
1: your parents have had leadership roles in the churches you've attended in the past <clears throat> did you ever feel like you had
0: to attend that church Oh, that's, that's cool. a good question. Um, and I can answer this by saying that when my parents stopped working at Philida, they went to a different church in Vancouver and were working there for, I think, almost a year by the time that COVID happened. And I didn't go to their church for two years of them working there, almost. Uh, and, and I kept going to Philida because again, I was in that small group and I felt like I belonged and everything was lining up and it just felt, it felt good. I still, I even went to that small group during, um, during COVID for a long time. We would do online meetings. I only went to a few of those cause I'm just, man, not a huge fan of online community, but, um, yeah. So, but then I kept going when COVID got a bit lighter and we were allowed to meet in groups Then. Yeah, I mean, uh, whether or not I may have felt that I needed to attend. Oh, okay, okay. Better answer. Since I turned 18, I never felt compelled to choose their church. Uh, And that can be shown in that I, for so long, chose a church that wasn't theirs. But it. If I'm going to choose leadership I trust, i tell you it's pretty easy to trust my parents. Uh, you know, sometimes. <laughs> but I guess that answers the question. Does that? Yeah, fun? it does. Okay. In a roundabout way. Did we ask that question already? Yes. Okay. Then, That's it. Yeah, this episode's almost two hours long. No, it's not. Maybe
2: closer to an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. We got all of the questions answered. I'm actually impressed. <laughs> Um, seriously, a huge thank you to you, the audience for submitting your questions,
0: big Mcthankles to the angles.
2: Yes. Oh, JB doesn't get that joke. I bet most of our audience won't.
0: I bet all of our audience won't. (laughs) Um,
2: we, is it safe to say that we're not doing a spiritual guest next week?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. So that's the end of the spiritual series. I guess we did it. Dude. Wild. Crazy. Now that we've finished the series, here's what we got going on the next few weeks. Uh, As you can imagine, we've put a lot of time and effort into this episode, so we are going to take a two week break.
0: This whole series, to be fair. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh,
2: And and that two week break actually sets us up perfectly for the time that uh, we got other things coming down the pipeline. I feel like there's a lot to tease, but. The real reason that we're taking this break is we need it.
0: I mean, I guess, yeah. So, <laughs> be, it's well be deserved. Because this was, you know, a ton of effort to put together, and we have a lot of other stuff that's still a ton of effort. So, we're also, it's really good for timing, Mm-hmm. you know, because we're, we're trying to get everything to line up well with the uh, episode. Have we announced that yet? <laughs>
2: I think we have I way back so. when.
0: Episode 100. So, um,. You know having a two-week break really oh it's not happening this episode it's happening next episode The announce?
2: no the two-week break will happen after next week's episode
0: yeah 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 we're gonna pretend like we said that the whole time correct <laughs> having that two-week break coming up soon which we'll talk about more in next episode yes is uh needed necessary for scheduling as well as are just for us to decompress mm-hmm. uh, but we really appreciate the questions you guys have been giving us uh, thank you all for adhering to the boundaries that we put up in refraining from your questions till the end listening to all of it, not approaching us outside of the podcast, we really appreciate it uh, we hope that you've all gotten to know all of us a little bit better just as we got to know ourselves a little bit better through Definitely. all of this uh, we'll talk just a little bit more about it next week as a kind of recap and then kicking us off into the break but until then Farewell.